what's good everyone this is underground thrive and today is a special a special episode and the title of this episode is called battle scars so so when we talk about battle scars we're going real deep so and and then on top of that we have a special special yes. guest here in the house <laughs> of panera bread okay so and this is christina stewart and she is going to bless us what God has laid upon her heart. So, so here we are. Go ahead. All right, Christina, how are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm grateful to be here with you guys. Well, it's a blessing to be in your presence. Um, tell us a little bit about your story. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know. uh, She's going to start up on the story. <laughs> well, um, I am a mother of three. I have uh, two girls and one boy. Yeah. Um, my son right now resides in uh, Florida. Okay. And my two girls are here in Winston and I live in Rojal. Okay. Um, well, um, your job, what do you do for work? So I am currently a employee at the Winston-Salem Foundation okay. here in the city of Winston-Salem. Um, I am also a recording artist. Wow. <laughs> okay. Recording okay. artist. Well, okay. Recording artist. <laughs> okay. So I have been blessed to have the opportunity to do what I love, which is singing. Yeah. And encourage and enlighten. Um, and so he, God has given me the opportunity to do that, and I've enjoyed it. That's a blessing. Yeah, you, you know, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is what y'all understand. This is the reason why she's here because you get a taste of this right here. This is this is this is like a, this is like a gift for you too. Yeah, I'll tell you this. This lady right here, when <laughs> when the way she talks, yeah, she's all she's she's got the shades on and everything. But I'm telling you, when she gets her behind that mic. It's just like she got something to say. It's not just something to say. It's like God speak right through her. Like she have a testimony. It's like one of those sayings like you don't look like what you when you walk through. Mm. And she is like the the mm. the prime example what is what you look like when you walk through. You don't mm. never know somebody's hearing strokes. And when, when you hit when she opened a tune, it makes you forget about everything. It makes you want to rip, rip around this ha- this whole building. And like, like you lost your mind. That's how God mm-hmm. works through you. Yeah. 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 So um, my question is, Christina, because <laughs> I know we talk. Yeah. But my question is, what got you into singing? So what's so crazy about this? My mom, who's passed away, she's been, she passed away in 2008. But my mom tells this story about me as a child um, uh, having the uh, wheel to sing like and so I was young and so mom I asked mom if I could get up to get the mic to sing and my mom told me no she's like no you don't no don't you don't do that and what I did was I wrote a note back in that day um they passed around a little collection plate Mm -hmm. and so I as young as I was had somebody to write down Christina Perrin will be rendering a selection and so I put it in the offering plate and they took the offering plate up and gave it to the pastor and the pastor said and we will now have a selection by Christina Perrin and my mama went like she didn't really do this so I went up and then I sang the song and it was at that moment that that's what I felt like 
God was calling me to do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was, she, so my mom tell it, she says, Christina, I would have gotten into the way of what God had called you to do. Yeah. Had I, yeah, really, she said, you know, I was trying to stop you from singing. She's like, but it was something on the inside of you that said, okay, I'm going to defy her. <laughs> And I'm going to go and, and do what was in my heart to do. And so I, from then on, I've been singing ever since. Yeah, the, wow. It was like the Holy Spirit was just calling you to just step out yeah. and just, yeah, yeah. be vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was my first experience of singing. And, <laughs> uh, and that was so crazy because was, to me, it's like, okay, so I'm a child. And here I am, like, singing in front of all of these people. And back then, our church was filled to capacity during that time and so for me to be so young singing like what in the world could a child my age at that time have to say that was going to encourage people it's God and that's exactly what it was yeah Yeah. it just shows you that he will use anybody Anybody. at any time anybody and and, and that's so true because like people don't tend tend to realize or or they forget that even though we may be broken we got scars, went through some battles. Mm-hmm. God will use the ones with all of that, and, and it will blow minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it it just like amazes to me how the how when you know when I hear her sing, it was almost like it's, it's like a testimony, make you want to drop down to your knees and pray. Wow, that was the type of like make you drop down to your knees, like thank you, Lord Jesus, like make you want to look over your life, wow. everything. But, but, but the thing is, because after you, I'm gonna cut it out. But like your sanctuary is like when you leave the mic, then you, and then you deal with your life, mm-hmm. and and you, and you like everyday life, and you dealing with everything with life hands hands you. Yeah, yeah. How do you get the courage? You know, when you're going through something, how do you get the courage? You know, I'm assuming maybe you sing at church. I do. To get up every Sunday and just put everything aside and just say, Lord use me use my voice to just glorify your name how do you do that so what's what is interesting to me is i utilize everything that i endure to i don't i don't put that aside and act as if it doesn't it doesn't matter right now we're just gonna put it aside and just leave it alone and then pick it back up no i bring that along with me when i sing and when I do that, it's like me being authentic to myself. Right. Yeah. And and while I'm doing being authentic to myself, it then encourages other people because people can relate to the feeling of a song. Um, the one of the songs, the song that I did when I was when my mom <laughs> almost stopped me from singing mm-hmm. was "99 and a Half Won't Do." Oh, that's a throwback. I've never heard of you that. You never no, heard of Are you serious? Are you American? Oh, well, I think so. You think so? <laughs> yeah. But I've never United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Just, like, no. oh, oh, my God. Yeah, that was. You, 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 the black churches. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, that was the song that I sang my first time. And so whenever I get up to sing, I, again, I bring it all with me. And I say that 99 and a half of me is not going to do it. It's not going to, one, bless God. It's not going to, two, encourage other people. I mean, you can get anybody that can sing. But when you have someone that sings 
with authenticity. That's a, that's the difference, and I think that's what grabs people when you're able to really be who you are in all that you do and bring all of your experiences with you because that's how you get an opportunity to touch the hearts of the people that hear the singing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, it just, it just, it, it, I can't believe you never heard that song. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm just like, you're American, but you get on me by eating Taco Bell. You call that fate and nachos, but oh, you know, that's another story. <laughs> but it, 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 but, but, you know, I never th- thought you start at a young age yeah. and yeah. now you're singing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Telling, I'm, I, I'm telling her songs have her her voice has so much power. Mm. It just like I, I look. I go on about this later over here. Yeah. Cause, cause be, not because she family. Because I hear how she builds it out, and now I know what what, what the age that she started this from. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's powerful, yeah. man. It it, it, it it brings it brings it helps you bring the audience along with you. But and that's the reason I, you know, I don't, I can't sing anything if I if I don't feel it. Yeah. But my court, okay. But my question is, now we're gonna get a little deeper. Okay. Yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, which is fine. Okay, cause we are women. Yes, here, we are. You know, we're we're gonna be real. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I don't got no makeup on, so I'm just gonna be honest about here. <laughs> <laughs> but here, but my thing is like, before you say what will you deal with before you get on stage, you deal with your own life problems. I'm talking about the stuff. That's so hard for you to to sing because you dealing with something so real. It almost makes you feel like I can't do it. So what drives you to to push you to build out a tune? Because I I kinda because sometimes I ask myself, what makes her push her even though she goes through the stuff she goes through? It's like she's singing like she never went like like like, like she already overcome that that stuff. It's it's so so that's the other thing for me is that I have to get to a place when I'm singing where God is my focal point. One of the things that my mom said to me when I sing is ask the Lord to illuminate you so that you are no longer seen, but that he is seen through you. Whoa. So when I when I get up there, I ask God to decrease me, right, and increase okay. yourself so that you're glorified in what I do, okay. because it's not me, it's never me. Yeah, right. I'm just a vessel. Right, I'm just a messenger. Right. So what what gives yeah. me the courage to do that mm-hmm. is allowing Him to be Him in mm-hmm. me, and however that looks, sometimes it's it's a worship. Sometimes it's a praise. Right. Or sometimes it's just a moaning. Whoa. Where you don't even talk. You just wow. moan. There's yeah. there there's even times mm-hmm. where you're just silent. Yeah. And you allow him to speak. Because, you know, worship is not just about you singing to him, but it's also about receiving from him as well. Wow. I struggle with that, you know. Um with prayer, I feel like I'm always laying everything at his feet. I know he wants us to, but how do you just sit still and just hear from him? Like how? What does that look like for you? So for me, I have always wanted to travel to Niagara Falls. Yeah. I love the water. To me, water symbolizes the Holy Spirit. I think about when I, whenever I'm at the water, it just really calms me. So just before I pray, that's what I do. I envision myself seeing Niagara Falls. And it settles me, and it calms me. 
it's like that peace that surpasses all the understanding. Yeah. It's, it, and it gives me, th that's where I start. That's how I begin. And then I get silent. And then I just sit still. And then at that point is where the words of prayer will start to come. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, you don't mind if I do this, Jazz. Oh. Is there anything you want to ask us? I'm going to flip this over because I know there's anything you want to ask us or anything, Dylan. How have you overcome? Well. Mm. Well. <laughs> well, over. Oh my gosh, overcome is like an everyday thing. It's like you take one step at it's, it's, like, it's like you take it day by day. Well, how? It just, like, like if I'm praying, I'm getting a podcast, I'm getting in something like a scripture that she sends me. But I'm not going to tell you my day, my, you know, my everyday is always good. Because there are times where I find myself, I want to cry. I cry in my car, sometimes I want to cry at home. Sometimes. There's times where I feel like I'm alone. I don't care. I could be in a whole room full of people and I still feel alone. Mm. I felt like that mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. My grandma had passed. I and I felt like like when people don't understand me. And and, and and the crazy thing, it'd be the people that's close to me sees me in this pain. But but the thing is they don't acknowledge it. And I and I still feel like I'm alone because yeah. I feel like nobody understands me. And I think my scars, it's like where I carry like a badge of honor now because, because I was, where I was last year, mm -hmm. that's what's me. Mm -hmm. Now where I'm in today, mm -hmm. I'm so much better. Mm -hmm. and, and and it makes me, I, I walk in proudly because I feel like, it's like, it, if I wasn't in this position in my life, if you wouldn't see that I was ready. Mm -hmm. And that's something I had to overcome. I had to overcome a whole lot of stuff. What about you? Um, I think what helps me really overcome is just looking back, reflecting on everything that God has brought me through. Mm -hmm. You know, seasons where I felt like I was at my lowest mm -hmm. and it ain't going to get no better. You know, that's how I felt. And when you just really look and see, you know, just how God just just loved you, just loved on you when you felt like you ain't you didn't have nobody else that understood oh what you God. were going through, or understood your pains. Mm -hmm. You think about that, and it's like, okay, you know what? We're gonna get through this because we got through that. God got me through that. Yeah. You know that helps me just overcome. That is so real because uh, because I and and, and some of you guys did not know about this because years ago, this is when I started doing my anxiety. Mm -hmm because anxiety will take a toll on you differently, like with your body. Because I was, I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, how, how I first my anxiety, they had my anxiety test where, where you can ask me, say I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, no, mm -hmm. my skin break out. Mm -hmm. So I was at the beach um, with one of my friends. It was so bad because I had like bumps and they like, because Every time someone was bothering me on my emotions, because I'm an emotional person, mm -hmm. you can see it on my arm. Because that's the thing people don't understand. That you got to be careful how you say things to people. Because it it will react, it, it really, it really, like, react to you in a different way. It will fit. It, it, it would fit your health, your hair, everything. For me, it was my hair. I was breaking out. I was having chest pains where it would shoot down to my right arm where, where I get numbness and everything. And that's when... Like, I had realized, like, maybe, like, two, maybe, like, two years ago, mm -hmm. that I have to be selfish with myself. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the one sitting here. 
nursing myself, but well, I'm letting everybody say what they want to say. And and I'm a very emotional person, and I take things to heart. Everybody go about their business, but I'm the one sitting here trying to nourish my wounds, trying to get myself together. Because sometimes people have having anxiety attacks. It's almost like it's an inner, outer, it's like an inner, outer body experience. Like, you don't know when you about to leave out of here. And like for me, it's like I was dealing with that. And on top of that, maybe like a year or two, three months of depression, I thought I was done with that. But somewhere it lingers. Yeah. And then it got worse last year. And I never think I was going to deal with that. Because the thing about my, my scars is that I'm not ashamed what I went through. That's why I'm here. For for anybody they feel like 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 those saying you gotta sweep stuff underneath the rug. But like for me, I'm tired of sweeping stuff on the road. I'm tired of walking around what 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 a what a mask, like being being fake, have like a facade and and be all here and, and like behind that mask, I'm breaking down. I'm dying inside. And people don't realize that. Like for me, yeah. It it was like it was like I, for some reason the idea came like I don't know how I knew what the plan was how I was gonna do it when I'm, when to do it because I didn't think like my lowest that that the lowest I heard went when I felt like I lost myself I was mentally drained I was being everything I can to everybody else but myself and my scars were showing because. Because I feel like nobody didn't, didn't see me. Mm -hmm. I feel like the ones that was around me mm -hmm. caused this, mm -hmm. and they didn't even, and they didn't even care. Mm -hmm. Didn't care. I was breaking down in the inside, but I was out there encouraging people. Mm -hmm. Do I do do what it takes? What God wants you to do. Mm -hmm. And and I'm a living testimony, saying like you can break through this stuff. Anything that the, the world, anybody gives you that label saying that you can't do it or saying who you are saying you're saying you're a failure saying you know and say you let them down no they they don't want to let down you're not a failure so that's why you got to recognize who your worth is Amen. and then i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna take i'm gonna take one of your words until you want your things i'm going to the bible and my favorite Bible was 23 Psalms. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. And the first yeah. word, and the fourth says, but he lead me beside still waters. He restored my soul. And, and, and like, like in the fear of it, in, in that fourth verse, in that fear, I will fear no evil means I don't care what you put in front of me. I don't care what it is. Not man, not dog, <laughs> or anything is going to make me, it's, it's going to make me forget who I am. Cause the world will, 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 will put a fear in you and make you feel like for like they can do what they want. But that right there, that scripture lets me know, no matter what, I'm his. I'm not the world's. When I came in this world, I was his before I was my my mama's child. I'm a wife. <laughs> I'm everything. So so things. So it's like it's always a good refresher to know. When I went through the chat, the Bible today was like. Remind me that I'm his. Mm -hmm. What this world try to make me feel like, try to make me feel like I'm the opposite. That it is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just taking over. Am I? No, it's no, good. No, that's, I'm, listen. See, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the I think the title, if, if I'm not mistaken, of this was Battle Scars. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Sorry. And so, <laughs> however, we need to get 
the word out to others to let them know that even though you're going through something that's difficult right. or even though you've been through something that's difficult that you really can come out on the other side it may not look like it you may not feel like it you may not have that encouragement from people to let you know that things are going to be okay but when you have that relationship with the lord <laughs> that in that in that particular scripture that you just brought out, he leads me, and leading is a is a sign of a relationship. And to so be powerful. to be led means that okay, I'm I'm in this I'm in this relationship with God, and I'm following where He leads, and where He leads, I'm I'm gonna follow. So when it comes to battle scars, how have you overcome? Well, I would say forgiveness was a huge thing for me to overcome. Um, I feel like when I got to my lowest point and I couldn't take it anymore, that's when I submitted everything to God. And just because I submitted everything to him, that doesn't mean I stopped being in my own way. Mm -hmm. I was reading the scripture today, and I believe it was um, Ephesians 4, verses 31 through 32. Mm -hmm. And it says, put away any bitterness, hostility, anger, gossip, rioting and holding grudges instead be kind compassionate to one another just as God and Christ has forgiven you and as I read that today uh mind you you guys this God has been working through me <laughs> it's taking a minute but we're here Yo. as I read this today I was just really thinking about I thought about forgiveness in a whole new light I was thinking about how God sent Jesus to die for us mm-hmm. and What if I was excluded from that, from everything that Jesus came to do for us? What if I was excluded? And I've been on the other side of that forgiveness where I intentionally hurt somebody. And it just really, it killed me knowing that they could live their life and never forgive me. Just holding on to that. So that, it really just made me look at forgiveness in a whole new light. And I never thought that I would be able to sit here and say that the person who took a lot out of me, Mm. God was able to restore everything plus more. And now we have a beautiful relationship because of God. But you just have to be willing to just get out of your own way and let God heal you. In ways that you can't on your own. I tried so many times to heal my situation on my own. And it was like I was just getting hit by the enemy time after time again. It's like the enemy preys on unforgiveness. Right. That's true. He does. Like um, I was reading another scripture. Sorry. I like to, you know, just reference. And it said pretty much, you know. Um, forgiveness, forgiving each other is important. This is from Second Corinthians mm-hmm. uh, two, verse eleven. It says, "Forgive, forgiving each other is important, so Satan won't get a foothold among us, for we are quite aware of his schemes against us." And then John ten ten pretty much says that Satan's schemes are says the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have life and may have it abundantly. Satan was using. Everything I was holding on to that unforgiveness, he was just reminding me every day, and it was just taking more out of my life every day. And I thought, you know, it was that other person, but it was actually me allowing the enemy to do this for so long. 
you know you know the thing when you say about forgiveness <laughs> you know the thing about this but forgiveness thing it's like it's like not understanding the, the definition of it it's like it's not for them it is it, it's for us so it's like for us it's, it's just like well, once we forgive them it's like we're getting our power back it's like you're getting your, your power back that, that, that you had given so much away but then it's how you're gonna forgive someone and you and you can't you can't power through anything. That's the thing. So so to me, me and forgiveness, I'm good. I'm good with forgiveness. <laughs> but there's sometimes I know I get stubborn. Sometimes I won't be in my feelings. But there's the thing is that that you can't hold that hostility because hostility would, would like ruin everything. And it's just like it's almost like a, like a demon. 